What's up, guys? Um, this is the Kingsman Report. It's the news everyone ignores. My name is Ryan. It is Wednesday, December the 4th, 2019. And um, I have a whole bunch of stuff I'm going to talk about. Obviously, as you can see from the thumbnail, um, I talk about this constantly because I don't think people necessarily... I know, I know where I'm at. People don't necessarily give a care about... Um, you know your cell phones being tracked or um, the breaches of security inside of our applications that we download um, I don't think I'm in Oklahoma I don't think people necessarily care about that stuff so I have you know an article about the um, iPhone 11 tracking you even when your um, location is turned off so that's come out um, I have stuff on China and I have a whole bunch of other stuff so I'm going to sit back and get situated here, uh, get all the volumes balanced out. And uh, as always, if you guys want to call, the number is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And uh, there, there's also a chat open where you guys can talk on there. So I'm going to get situated here and I will be right back. go ahead and go through here and I'll show you the articles that I have so I have the one you see on your screen there um, mid-sized American companies are already moving away from China um, let's see uh, China gene editing baby experiment may have created um, unintended mutants which is, this is old, like if you're into the whole conspiracy thing, then you've heard about this from a long time ago. If you know what Plum Island is, then you know a, a lot about this stuff. Um, another one on, on China and their stuff they're doing with their tech over there. Uh, NATO, uh, NATO and their, what they're doing with China. Um, another one on space. Uh, one on SpaceX. Um, this one is interesting. Scientists finally build artificial brain cells. Uh, scientists uh, made working fiber optic cables out of wood, which I think is really interesting. Uh, one on Huawei. I have a lot on uh, China today because I see, you know, them being a big part in whatever's coming. Um, you know, our whole feud with them and the stuff that the president has signed. Uh, for the protesters in Hong Kong, the legislation that he signed to back them. 
So there is some stuff that is coming from them. Um, this is the article I was talking about that the uh, thumbnail is based on. Um, says, uh, Apple seems to be tracking iPhone 11 when location services are disabled. But if you listen to any of uh, Noden's interviews, he tells you that they track you no matter what. If your Wi-Fi is on, if you have your location off, and your Wi-Fi is constantly um, trying to ping off of a router as you drive through the neighborhood, it's not only pinging there for your location, it's also sending um, your location to whatever your nearest tower is. So there's multiple ways that they're doing this. Um, so that's one. And then uh, this article says Facebook, um, Facebook head of AI says the field will soon hit a wall or hit the wall. So this is the uh, bowler app, and I don't know if, if you guys seen this, but this has to do with, um, it has like a 22 uh, blank in it, shoots this little uh, rope out and it kind of wraps you up in it to subdue you. Less lethal than the, the taser, like shocking you and, um, you know, stiffening you up and you fall over bust your head. Uh, this one has to do with uh, gun checks and the feds. Um, some on uh, Iran, uh, Navy amphibious uh, warfare ship with a laser turret. We're getting more into the lasers. And then this one I think is, um, you know, ridiculous. It says, uh, Army says faith-based group can no longer put Bible verses on dog tags after complaint. But these are the articles that I have for tonight. Like I said, if you guys tune in, if you never tuned in, um, do this show it is sunday through friday at 7 p.m it's a live call in so you can call in i monitor the phone call uh phone calls here myself um i do all this stuff look at the articles all that stuff i find stuff and then people send me stuff so just interesting stuff i more or less pay attention to the news everyone ignores because no matter what everyone thinks this is going to become more relevant in our lives uh, there's going to be more control, whether they're preparing for something and they want to track us um, or they want to know where everyone is at all at the same time. Whatever is is happening, uh, we're seeing uh, uh, them infiltrate every single part of our life to where, you know, privacy is going to be a thing of a past of the past. So this is where we're at. So of course, I, I always start with, you know, um, other articles and then I work my way into the main ones that the um, stuff is titled or that the uh, video is titled after. So you guys feel free to leave a comment, chat in the chat room. And if you feel like you want to talk about any of these articles or any of the articles that um, or any articles you want to send me, you can send them to Kingsman report at G uh, 2019 at gmail.com. And then um, I can pull those up here and we can discuss those and you can discuss these and all the links uh, to all these articles are in the description below. So, go ahead and get into it, because a lot of this stuff is interesting. A lot of it has to do with China. A lot of it has to do with technology. Um, it's just, you know, crazy stuff going on. And and what is even funnier about this is a lot of this stuff, um, you know, I was talking about this stuff decades ago, and now a lot of people are doing live streams similar to this. A lot of the guys I watch, and uh, but I, 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 I'm a writer, so I wrote... Uh, for newspapers. I have my press credentials. I've uh, talked about this stuff. People thought I was insane, you know, um, and now it's it's 
to a lot of us it's the norm to uh, you know a lot of people it, it still is insane and i'm afraid those people will be the last ones to realize it when it comes knocking at their door so this is the news everyone ignores and i i'm basically just you know firing um warning shots to tell everybody you know just be aware of what's going on my grandfather was a cop and he always told us beware of your surroundings so this is one way i am aware of my surroundings i love reading the news i inherited this from my grandfather he did the same thing he woke up he read news articles this is what i love to do i love to just be interested in a whole facet of this article says uh, mid-sized american companies are already moving away from china so, there's um, New York American blue chips such as Caterpillar and Deer and consumer companies like toy giant Hasbro and uh, Roomba, uh, maker iRobot, have all been hit hard by trade tensions between the United States and China. See, this, okay, so we have the Hong Kong thing, then we have the Asia Trade Agreement that they've signed over there, then we have... The one that's in stalemate with our country, our trade agreement, because um, they just can't, they can't get it worked out. And now he's put even uh, a larger wedge between us and China by signing legislation that would, uh, that is for the people who are pro protesting. And then another thing that came out was, you know, we're, conde we're condemning their treatment of what they're, they're called Uyghurs over there. Uh, they're like a dissident in China. And, uh, you know, I read the articles on a previous video that came out that talked about uh, the treatment there. They pretty much put them in concentration camps, teach them a new language, and, and try to gentrify them to the culture, uh, whether it's Muslims, Uyghurs, whatever you want to call them. So, you know, we're voicing our opinion about um, the way they're treating humans, and China pretty much wants us to mind our own business. So all these different tensions are leading up to companies that aren't going to depend on the trade deal that are already backing away. So we have all this stuff going on. So the article goes on to say, um, but many mid-sized U.S. companies are realizing that they need to diversify away from China and have already begun to take action. Middle market companies have started to shift their supply chains to other parts of Asia and are selling more to other countries to make up what they can't sell to China. That's according to a survey released Wednesday by Portland, Oregon-based regional bank uh, Umqua, which I'm probably pronouncing that right. And by the way, if you want to uh, watch someone butcher names or mispronounce words or even stumble upon his words, you've come to the right place. So... Um, says UMPQ surveyed 550 executives at companies with between 10 million to 500 million in annual sales in October and found that 72% reported levels of uncertainty about the future of their businesses due to trade tensions with China. As, as a result, more than half said they are looking to diversify their supply chains, both domestically and to other international markets. And nearly 20% of the... Uh, respondents said they are searching for new customers in other markets primarily in europe and other parts of asia latin america and the united states dale darling founder and president of summit premium tree nuts and umqua uh, commercial uh, lending customer told cnn business that until a few years ago china was the company's largest market but the tariffs have changed that 
The Chinese tax on almonds and other nuts imported from the United States jumped from 15% to 50%, Darling said. So Summit had to look for new customers fast and has made up for lost sales to China by selling more almonds, walnuts, pecans, and hazelnuts to India, the Middle East, and Spain. Uh, goes on to say, mid-sized companies able to respond faster. Umqua Chief Banking Officer Troy Nixon uh, said mid-sized com uh, mid companies like Summit are more nimble than larger Fortune 500 firms. So he was not surprised to hear that some of the bank's corporate clients are looking for other countries to manufacture their goods and targeting new end markets for them. Nixon added the decision to diversify beyond China is less about politics and the trade war and related more to diminishing advantages of, of making products in China. The cost of labor has been going up in China for years and there's al there also have been some quality control issues, Nixon said. Meet me in the middle. Um, that's not this. Says Darling shares uh, that assessment even before the Trump administration's trade war has subjected U.S. farmers to extensive inspections, regulations, and custom checks. There have been more hurdles in place with China, and it has taken longer to get paid too, Darling said. China has already made things more complicated, but now the trade war is heightening things. So, at the bottom here, it says, uh, Nixon speculated that American firms will view Europe as a relatively stable region that's closer than Asia for many firms, and that may offset concerns about Brexit and sluggish growth in Germany. So I, if I'm just going to speculate on on the going-ons here, I don't think we're going to get that trade deal with China, to be honest with you. I think um, uh, the president of China is just getting tired of us getting involved in it. And I don't think that we're probably going to see a trade deal. Who knows? Um, president may be able to pull it off. They may come to um, a middle ground and decide that it's best for both countries. But as long as the tariffs continue and uh, we continue to you know, support humanity by backing the protesters and we continue to do those types of things, um, I, don't see, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe after... Uh, if if he gets reelected, it might happen, but I don't see it happening uh, at least this year. I mean, we're almost to the end of the year, anyways. I just don't see it happening. So, like I said, this article, this technology. So, you can Google this stuff. You can well look at DuckDuckGo. Don't use Google. Google sucks. Um, as I use their platform, I say this, but um. <laughs> So this is old, if you know what Plum Island is. There's been stories of, you know, these um, bodies with mutations washed up on the shore all around the, uh, you know, the, uh, the East Coast where Plum Island was. I think they were supposed to move it to Manhattan, Kansas, but I'm not sure if they did it or not. Um, I haven't really been following that one. Uh, but they do a lot of weird experiments there. And then this one's old. You know, they, they uh, had talked about this years ago that they were doing gene editing and they were creating like uh, human pig uh, hybrids and different things like that in China 
Well, now, um, this article came out today. It says, China gene-edited baby experiment may have created unintended mutations. There's a microplate. Uh, well, I'm not going to read the picture. It says, the gene editing performed on Chinese twins um, uh, to immunize them against HIV may have failed and created unintended mutations. Scientists have said after the original research was made public for the first time. Excerpts from the manuscript were released by the MIT Technology Review to show how China's biophysicist, uh, He Zhenghua, um, ignored ethical and scientific norms in creating the twins Lula and Nana, whose birth in late 2018 sent shockwaves to the scientific world. He made expansive claims of medical breakthrough that could control the HIV epidemic, uh, that it was not clear whether it had even been successful in its intended purpose immunizing the babies against the virus because the team did not in fact reproduce the gene mutation that confers this resistance a small percentage of people are born with immunity because of a mutation in a gene called the ccr5 and it was this gene that had that he had claimed uh, to have targeted using a powerful editing tool known as crispy uh, which has revolutionized the field since 2012. Fyodor Yurnov, a genome editing scientist at the University of California, Berkeley, told the MIT Technology Review the claim they have reproduced the prevalent CCR5 variant is a blatant misinterpretation of the actual data and, and can only be described by one term, a deliberate falsehood. The study shows that the research team instead failed to reproduce the prevalent CCR5 variant. While the team targeted the right gene, they did not replicate the Delta 32 variation required, instead created, uh, creating novel edits whose effects are not clear. Moreover, moreover, CRISPR remains an imperfect tool because it can lead to unwanted or off-target edits, making its use in humans hugely con controversial. Here the researchers claim to have searched for such effects uh, in the early stage embryos and found just one. However, it would be impossible to carry out a comprehensive search without inspecting each of the embryo's cells and thus destroying it. The parents' lack of access to any kind of fertility treatment might have motivated them to take part in the exper experiment despite the huge risk to their children. Uh, Gene O'Brien, a reproductive endocrinologist at Shady Grove Fertility, told the MIT Technology Review. The father was HIV, HIV positive, which carries a significant social stigma in China and makes it almost impossible to have access to fertility treatment. Even though a well-established technique known as sperm washing prevents the infection being passed to unborn children. The, author, the authors also appear to have taken steps to make it hard to find the family, like leaving the names of the fertility doctors off the paper and including a false date of birth. He claimed November 2018, while multiple records have uh, reports have indicated it was October 2018. They're doing weird experiments in China, but um, I always think it's interesting just to watch this stuff. It's like they're uh, trying to play God over here with. Years. Uh, there was an article that came out and I read it not too long ago. Somebody claimed that they found um, a cure for it and I said whoever it was and it kind of disappeared out of the news. I haven't heard anything else about it. Um, but 
that if it were true, then they would suppress the technology if they could, in fact, um, get rid of the virus. There's, there's more money in giving people false hope than there is in giving them a cure. Sadly, that's the truth. So I talk about this often. Um, China's monitoring mobile phones blocking, quote, harmful words like Almighty God. So we already know that um, they persecute Christians seriously persecute Christians over in China so now I guess you know um, they're just blocking they're all you know uh, all out blocking all of it um, no Bibles over there unless they somehow sneak them over there they rip the pages out they trade pages of the Bible the scriptures with each other um, and now they gotta contend with this with even say an almighty God in any of their text messages or uh, WhatsApps, or I'm sure any of it. So, uh, the Chinese government is reportedly monitoring citizens' mobile phones, blocking any words deemed, quote, sensitive to the state, such as Almighty God, because over there, the government is God. A former employee of, a, of one of China's largest tech firms has revealed how the communist regime is manipulating public opinion by monitoring, monitoring citizens' mobile phones, blocking any words deemed, quote, sensitive to the state, such as Almighty God. Mr. Li, a former employee of China Mobile Online Service, Services Company, a subsidiary of China Mobile Limited, the state-owned and largest telecommunications service provider in the mainland China, told uh, Religious Liberty magazine Bitter Winter that there is, quote, simply no privacy in China, with authorities monitoring social media calls and messages on mobile phones. Well, that's what happens when you give them control of telecommunications. They're going to monitor all your stuff. They do it here. Uh, sneak, they, they sneak around and do it here. Our government hires corporations, and then those corporations sneak it into the permissions, and then we just want the app so we okay the permissions, and then they spy. And then, on top of that, they can um, change the terms of service on any of those apps, any of the platforms that you use, and you're not even paying attention. You may get an alert that says, we've updated the terms of service, and uh, you know maybe this is a good time to look it up. But Honestly, how many people read the terms of service on anything? How many people, I, I guarantee, half the people that listen to this, whatever country you're in, mainly uh, on my iPod, overseas, wherever, in this country especially, we're instant gratification here. We want something, we want it now. And we'll download something, we won't read the permissions, we won't read the terms of service, and then um, these, these, uh, Corporations are making contracts with government, and then um, instead of the Constitution protecting us uh, from the government like it should, they go around with the contracts from the corporations, and then the corporations do the spying for the government. That's how it works here. Uh, not a lot of people understand that. Some people say it's bullcrap, but uh, you can just, just look it up. Look up who uh, Bezos and Amazon have contracts, who Microsoft has contracts with. Um, all of them. Just... just there is government overreach, but it's not directly from the government. It's indirectly from the government, and they sneak in all of your stuff. This is what they do. This is, they've, they've done this for a long time. Now people are just realizing that it's going on. They're finding all these mistakes and everything. Oh, my iPhone is, uh, camera is active while I'm looking at other apps. Or, you know, they have the multiple breaches in, in um, the Android phone, the iPhone. And then now they're finding out that a lot of these Russian apps... That we're downloading on our phone 
um, you know, the our 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 feds are warning us that uh, they could be used for counterintelligence. So this is how they do it it's through the corporations, and then you know people create backdoors through these apps, and we don't check the permissions, and we just accept it and go along with it. We're just what happens for getting for for wanting everything now. Says uh, if if one says anything deemed unfavorable to the CCP, he or she will be punished. Every person is monitored and controlled under the pretext to crack down on harassment. Mr. Lee said, before resigning from his post, Mr. Lee worked on a quote sensor along with about 500 other employees monitoring the company's user phone calls and messages. Excuse me. Um, the surveillance program, which covers all China mobile users in the 31 uh, uh, provincial level administrative units, excluding Hong Kong, Macau, and Taiwan, is programmed to automatically detect anything concerning politics and religious beliefs. Once, quote, harmful information is discovered, such as remarks critical of the CCP and unfavorable to the state leaders, company employees are assigned to review it thoroughly, Mr. Lee revealed. If anyone were not careful enough and missed a piece of sensitive information, this would result in a deduction in monthly salary and a year-end bonus, he recalled. I usually had uh, to handle more than 10,000 pieces of information every month, and it was unavoidable to make mistakes, at least one or two a year. Religion-related words and phrases like Almighty God and Falun Gong uh, are among words deemed sensitive along with any mention of revoking membership in the Communist Party or the Communist Youth League. Anything deemed unfavorable to the CCP is labeled, quote, political, Mr. Lee explained. For example, immediate measures will be taken to intercept messages that mention the CCP's or organ harvesting from Falun Gong uh, practitioners to prevent leaks. Yes. The CCP's Organ harvesting. This happens. If any sensitive words are deducted during um, phone calls in MMS, SMS, or messages on social networking sites like WeChat, the system will automatically uh, intercept the information and users' uh, services would be deactivated instantly, disabling these people to make phone calls or send messages, Mr. Lee continued. If users want to reactivate the service, they have to go to the China Mobile Service Center with their ID card and write a statement promising never to share any sensitive information again. I already told you guys in another video that I did that they, um, if you buy a new cell phone in China and you want to register a new uh, phone number uh, by signing a contract to uh, the carrier, in order to activate that phone, you now have to go through a face scan uh, into the phone. So they're using AI to track you, your face, with that number, the contract, and all that. It's completely policed uh, country, dictatorship, communist regime. Um, it's hardcore over there. A lot more hardcore than it is probably anywhere else in the world. Um... I wonder what happens. I wonder if he goes on to say this, but it says uh, comments deemed particularly inappropriate can carry harsher penalties. Mr. Lee revealed he shared how in May a resident in the southeastern province of Fujian 
was intercepted on the border and his passport was destroyed by border guards who told him that if he that he was prohibited from traveling abroad because he had previously made remarks criticizing the CCP and state leaders. His comments were deemed insulting to the government and dis, uh, disturbing public order. The censorship criteria have been constantly updated in recent years, resulting in more heavy censorship and fewer loopholes, Mr. Lee added. Another employee of the internet censorship company told Bitter Winter that jokes and satirical remarks or videos about the government and its leaders have to be deleted immediately. A minor oversight by the employee uh, results in harsh punishment, the employee said. Uh, the Chinese government censorship of online activity is well documented. Any reference to Winnie the Pooh have been banned from China's social media platforms, including Weibo and WeChat. Additionally, sharing uh, information about the fictional teddy bear has been deemed illegal ever since President Xi Jinping was compared to it in 2013. Wow. Last year, China banned online retailers from selling the Bible in efforts to control the country's growing religious scene. This week, footage circulated on social media of a man handcuffed to a metal chair being interrogated by Chinese police for criticizing the traffic police on social media. The man called uh, Lua is forced to confess uh, to bad-mouthing police on various social media platforms. He then apologizes for his comments. On December 1st, the Chinese government rolled out plans requiring all new smartphone owners to register with, face with facial recognition scans, Radio Free Asia reported. The measure was described by the Ministry of Industry and Information as a way to, quote, protect the legitimate rights and interests of citizens in cyberspace. However, the new rule makes Chinese mobile phone and internet users easier to track, reflecting the central government's increasing crackdown on the rights of private citizens, rights activists warn. In China, the government can ask us to surrender any privacy without any conditions or limitations, Pan Lu, a former high school teacher in the eastern province of Zhengzhou said. Uh, this is exactly like the slogan Big Brother is watching you in the novel 1984 by George Orwell. Yep. Yep. And it's coming here and whether you believe it or not like I said they sneak around and do it now. But when they want control here, and they will, because we are a growing population, well, according to some articles that I've read, um, we're not growing as much. We're having less children, but I believe the more people wake up um, to a lot of the infringements on our rights, constitutional rights violations, civil rights violations, people are just going to be more pissed off and upset. And um, that's going to cause an upheaval of people rebelling against uh, government overreach. That's what will happen in this country. And people don't believe it, and I'm not inciting it, but it will happen. Um, you know, people get tired of control. It's like when you tell your son or your daughter, your children, to do this or, you know, do that, and they don't do it, they rebel against you. We're kind of like that. We don't want uh, this, you know, this power who is supposed to be who's supposed to work for us grow up and then lord over us we don't we don't like that kind of stuff here but it is what it is right now we'll see what happens um things are always changing so it could get better it could get worse i i think that um after this president's term is up 
if he doesn't get an X4, whoever takes over is going to implement this type of control. Especially if they take it through uh, the election through nefarious means. Possibility. So, this article says that NATO will try to push China on arms control. So there's more pressure, not only from us, uh, but now they're getting uh, pressure from NATO. So... You're gonna poke a bear and you're gonna watch what happens. So it says NATO leaders will attempt to move uh, China into international arms control regime as the alliance pins down its approach to the communist country somewhere between hopeful and wary, according to NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg. Stoltenberg. He's been in a lot of articles I've been reading lately. We have started to address how we can include China in relevant arms control arrangements in the future, Stoltenberg told journalists at his closing uh, news conference for the NATO leaders uh, meeting outside London. That process is not over. He acknowledged a lack of specifics on what officials have described as a key result of the summit, but the act of all NATO members subscribing to a China-related objective is an achievement in, in and of itself. As the alliance historically devoted its energy to the Soviet Union and Russia, Stoltenberg argued. We see that China invests heavily in new, modern capabilities, Stoltenberg said. A few weeks ago, they demonstrated a new intercontinental ballistic missile able to reach Europe and North America. They demonstrated hypersonic missile gliders. China previously rebuffed attempts to be coaxed into the um, intermediate-range nuclear force treaty between the U.S. and, and Russia. Uh, that treaty expired this summer over what NATO officials said was years-long non-compliance from Russia. Because Russia has hypersonic stuff, they probably have stuff that we don't know about. As the, as the Munich Security Conference in February, German Chancellor Angela Merkel um, made a proposal to salvage the then-languishing uh, INF treaty with the help of the Chinese government, asking a high-ranking Chinese official in the audience to consider cooperating. But that official proceeded to take the stage shortly thereafter, only to turn the chancellor down. NATO secretary, uh, that's a picture there. It says, uh, it just, you know, shows them all standing there. All the world leaders standing there. It says, the, an the antidote, anecdote aside, NATO getting into the business of defending and even extending global arms control regimes is sure to be an uphill battle. That is because the United States, NATO's principal actor, appears to have little appetite for such agreements while President Donald Trump is in office. In addition, an extension of the landmark arms control pact between the United States and Russia known as the New START uh, beyond expiration date of February 2021 is by no means assured. In the case of China, tactical considerations would make it unlikely the country will give up its large arsenal of intermediate-range missiles, which would have been prohibited under the INF Treaty, experts say. Many of the weapons are directed at Taiwan, which China claims as its territory. See what happens with this. Uh, I, I keep saying it though, I think that they're gonna um, poke that bear and it's not gonna be good for any of us.
Um, so this is more on, on space. This article is titled Giant Planet Detected Around White Dwarf Star for the First Time. Astronomers have found the first evidence of a giant planet orbiting a white dwarf star. White dwarfs are the small dense remnants of stars that uh, shed their shed their outer layers and spent most of their hydrogen and helium fuel. 97% of stars in our galaxy, including our sun, will meet their end in this way. According to a study published in the journal um, Nature, the planet orbits the star known as WDJ0914 plus 1914, roughly once uh, every 10 days. Intriguingly, the Neptune-like planet is about four times bigger than the star itself. The finding is significant because until now, astronomers had not found direct evidence of a planet that had survived the transition of a star into a white dwarf. The study puts an end to two decades of speculation that planets exist around white dwarfs, indicating that there would be many more uh, than have yet to be identified, the researcher said. The white dwarf in question was first discovered by an, um, an astronomical project known as the Sloan Digital Sky Survey. But the discovery of the planet orbiting the star happened, particularly by chance, according to Boris uh, Gansicki, a lead author of the study from the University of Warwick in the UK. One of the co-authors, Nicola Gentile Facillo, was sifting through thousands of observations of white dwarfs obtained by the Sloan Digital Sky Survey for a large catalog he was working on. Gensicki told Newsweek, He flagged a few hundred that he, want, that he wanted my opinion on, and I noticed a very weak signature of oxygen in one of them, barely noticeable, that I had never seen before. We therefore decided to use the very large telescope of the European Southern Observatory to get a much better quality data, which almost immediately showed that this white dwarf is surrounded by a large disk of hydrogen, oxygen, and sulfur. Talking to co-author Matthias Schreiber, he came with the idea that we may be looking at as, um, atmospheric material from a giant planet, he said. At first, the researchers thought they were looking at a binary or double star system with a disk material surrounding it. However, however, our observations show it is a single white dwarf with a disk around it roughly 10 times the size of our sun. Made solely of hydrogen, oxygen, and sulfur, and such a system has never been seen before, and it was uh, immediately clear to me that this was a unique star, Gensicki said in a statement. I'm sure that that's not it, but that's a pretty rad picture. It says the giant planet is orbiting the white dwarf just outside the gas disk. Uh, the blast of the energy photons that it receives from the white dwarfs evaporates its atmosphere, which is mainly composed of hydrogen, oxygen, and sulfur. It says while the astronomers could not directly observe the planet, the extreme heat of the 28,000 C star is causing it to slowly evaporate. During this process, high energy photons or particles of light being emitted from the white dwarf blow away hydrogen from the planet creating a comet-like tail. Meanwhile, oxygen and sulfur, in addition to smaller amounts of hydrogen from the planet, fall towards the white dwarf, creating the disk of gas that was detected. From this disk, the scientists were able to infer the existence of planet because its composition closely matches those of the ice giants in our own solar system, Uranus and Neptune. The star has a planet that we can't see directly, 
but because the star is so hot, it is evaporating the planet, and we detect the atmosphere uh, it's losing. We could be, uh, there could be many cool white dwarfs that have planets, but lacking the high energy photons necessary to drive evaporation. So we wouldn't be able to find them uh, with the same method, Kinsiki said. This discovery is a major progress towards, uh, because over the past two decades, we had growing evidence that planetary systems survive into the white dwarf stage, he said. We've seen a lot of asteroids, comets, and other small planetary objects hitting white dwarfs, and explaining these events requires larger planet mass bodies further out. Having evidence for an actual planet it's, that itself was scattered in is an important step. Think they're just preparing us for something addictive programming all this talk about um white dwarfs and and um asteroids coming here i think every day it's like an asteroid's coming here from somewhere else and we're to the point now where it's like okay no one really cares anymore strange uh, they used to say stuff like that on the news and then everyone would kind of freak out now they say it and everyone's just like oh, another asteroid oh another meteor shower it, no one cares but this is uh, you know a lot of people talk about this that astronomers were complaining that um the spacex satellites for the starlink system or uh, musk is elon's um i guess global internet service he wants to create through starlink uh, well, astronomers have complained about uh, not being able to see constellations, asteroids, and those things because his satellites are blocking the view. So this is another article about that. Uh, it says SpaceX satellite constellation could hide killer asteroids. So it's past the, um, you know, the the constellations we see the stars that they're looking at. Now they're saying that they could just block out asteroids altogether. And that we might not be able to see, like, the big one coming. I think a massive asteroid coming this way on a fast, very fast trajectory, they're going to be able to spot. There's, that's, they have guys that that's all their job to do is just watch this stuff. So, the SpaceX Starlink satellites could cost us more than a clear view of the stars. Astronomers have told Axios the fear of the mega constellation of tiny satellites could make it harder to spot asteroids near Earth, and that could mean they might not see all. Uh, they may may not see one on a collision course with our planet in time to stop it. Eventually, SpaceX hopes to have thousands of Starlink satellites in Earth's orbit as a part of a plan to provide the world with internet access. So far though, the constellation consists of just 120 satellites, but even that relatively low number has been enough to impede astronomers' view of the night sky. Um, so it says, wow, I'm in shock. Astronomer uh, Clary Martinez Vasquez tweeted in November, the huge amount of Starlink satellites across our skies tonight at Saratolo. Uh, um, it said our dark energy camera exposure was heavily affected by 19 of them. Said, While most asteroids are harmless, even SpaceX-owned CEO Elon Musk has predicted that a big rock will hit Earth eventually. Even a relatively small space rock can cause tremendous damage if it makes impact with the Earth, and spotting them has is already difficult as Starlink grows. 
The light from the satellites could make detecting asteroids even harder, experts told Axios. It said now that it appears too late to stop SpaceX from moving forward with Starlink, astronomers may be left with no choice but to develop new and potential, potentially costly detection methods. Those might include space-based asteroid detecting telescopes, they told Axios, uh, or software that can account for SpaceX satellite and images produced by ground-based telescopes. The astronomy community uh, dropped the ball, astronomer Jonathan McDowell told Axios. Uh, we should we should we should have been on this 10 years ago and we didn't see it coming like i said i think if one if a massive asteroid is coming this way i think they're going to be able to detect it or maybe they they may use that as a, oh we didn't see it coming because it'll just be so massive when it hits us it's going to you know knock us into oblivion but then they're gonna say oh we didn't see it because all those satellites from Starlink were flying over highly online I think that one with a mass that big comes flying towards those dinky little satellites you're gonna see the comforts of that thing barreling towards anything probably like a huge eclipse um, so this is just one step closer into uh, the craziness that uh, of stuff that we're able to create. Uh, scientists finally build artificial brain cells. Now, although I think this is neat, um, I'm looking for them to come up with something that will just um, prolong, prolong life's longevity. So, um, you know, whether it's putting these artificial brain cells in or putting, you know, um, little computer chips in our, our brains that we can function with a computer or whatever it may be. Um, I mean, they already want to go to the minority report crap with the drones that can detect our, our body language if we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing. You know, leaving a bag behind or hunched over like you're creeping in these drones. This is another video I, I uh, did, a previous video. But the drones just fly around and they watch body mannerisms. All this stuff is going into like Minority Report, um, you know, just this crazy, crazy, crazy futuristic um, dystopia they're trying to sell us as a convenience and tell us, oh, you know, it's going to be utopic to be so dependent upon technology um, until, you know, like what happens in the Matrix happened and uh, the AI takes over. Who knows? May just be thinking crazy. The scientists have uh, finally built artificial brain cells. So scientists have finally decoded the bizarre behaviors of brain cells and recreated them in tiny computer chips. The tiny neurons could change the way we build medical devices because they replicate healthy biological activity but require only a billionth of the energy needed by microprocessors according to a University of Bath press release. Neurons behave similar to electrical circuits within the body but their behavior is less predictable, especially when it comes to parsing the relationship between their input and output electrical impulses. But these new artificial brain cells successfully mimic the behavior of rat neurons from two species specific regions of the brain according to research published Tuesday in Nature Communications. Only now neurons um, have been 
like black boxes, but we have managed to open the black box and peer inside, University of Bath physicist Alan Norgerit said in the release. Our work is a paradigm changing because it provides a robust method to replace the electrical properties of real neurons in, a, in minute detail. The ultimate goal is to use these neurons to build medical devices that can better cater to patients' needs, like a smarter pa a pacemaker that can respond to new stressors and demand a person's heart essen uh, essentially upgrading devices to be more in tune with the body. Uh, Julian Patton, a uh, physio... I'm going to stumble on this. Physiologist... Physiologist at the universities of Auckland and Bristol said in the release that recreating biological activity was exciting because it quote opens up enormous opportunities for smarter medical devices that drive towards personalized medicine approaches to a range of diseases and disabilities. Um, I think that would be something awesome if they come out with something like that, but look for further like like this article here scientists make working fiber optic cables out of wood like carpentry 2.0 just I think it's crazy that human beings the way that we create and discover are just creating and discovering at such a fast rate right now so it says VTT developed an optical fiber made of cellulose. Optical fiber made of cellulose is best suited for sensors and benefit from the biodegradability of the material. As given how quickly technology advances and becomes outdated, there's a good reason to develop electronics for materials that will break down and uh, biodegrade when discarded instead of filling up landfills for centuries. So researchers in Finland found a way to make functional fiber optics from wood-based fibers that, when they dispose of, will break down all on its own. Fiber optic cables are quite, possible, quite possibly the unsung heroes of the modern digital world. Unlike wires made of metal, they can carry electrical signals. Uh, the cables contain long, thin threads of either glass or plastic. Uh, that transmit pulses of light for miles, connecting data centers, cities, and even continents. Instead of flowing electron, uh, instead of flowing electrons, pulses of light travel down fiber optic cables using a process called total internal reflection, where photons bounce off inner walls of transparent fibers and remain contained within during their journey from the one end to the other. Does for data to be transmitted, transmitted with minimal errors, it requires those fibers to be optically perfect, uh, which seems like the exact opposite of anything made from wood. But wood isn't completely opaque, uh, and depending on its thickness, moisture, and other atom materials, photons can still pass through it, as demonstrated by the myriad of wood wooden lamps available. But it's not like the the researchers from the VTT technical. Uh, research center of Finland simply yanked a branch off a tree and attempted to send pulses of lights down its length. Fiber optic cables it re its researchers developed are actually made from wood-based cellulose, the structural material that allows plants to stand upright. The manufacturing process involves treating it with salt-based ionic solvents 
and then wrapping it with an outer layer made of cellulose uh, actate, which has a lower index of refraction than the core does. Consequently, as with the fiber optic cables made from glass or plastic, photons bounce around inside and remain trapped. However, it will be a long time before the discovery replaces the traditional materials used to make fiber optic cables. Its ability to transmit pulses of light pales in comparison to glass or plastic, but it does exhibit unique characteristics that make it useful for other applications while the researchers improve its performance. Being made of wood fibers, it is able to absorb water and that affects its ability to transmit light, which can be measured. So an immediate application could be as a, could be as a moisture sensor for structures made of wood or other materials that don't play well with water. I found that interesting. Um, like it says, still in the uh, beginning phases. They moved on to something like this in the future. I think it would be amazing. So here's another one on, on China. We all know, you know, about uh, our good friends at Huawei. And um, we can't have their equipment here. Um, well, here's a uh, an awkward article that has to do with them. It says, uh, Huawei faces backlash in China over detention of ex-employee. And it's not there. Let's see that. Bear with me. Hang on a second, it'll pull up here. Okay. And... So it says, um... That there. It says, the lengthy detention of former Huawei employee has triggered public outrage in China towards the tech giant as well as the country's justice system. Says Lee Hong Wan, who worked at Huawei for 12 years, was detained for 251 days from December 2018 after the company apparently accused him of extortion. He was eventually released, and he said because prosecutors didn't have enough evidence to press charges against him. The case, the case be, uh, became one of the most discussed topics on Chinese social media over the past week since legal documents about Lee began circulating sparking an online debate about the power of big corporations. Lee later confirmed in multiple interviews that the documents were genuine. 
that in an interview with Chinese news outlet, Jaiman, uh, 35 year old Lee, said he was laid off in 2017 after he reported to uh, Huawei's management about alleged fraud in his department. He negotiated a uh, severance package of 300,000 won or 42,400 uh, US American, which was transferred to him through a company secretary's personal account in March 2018. Later that year in December, he was taken away by police and placed in a detention center in southern metropolis of Shenzhen. And it says uh, he said he said he was told only in April 2019 that the detention was related to quote the extortion of 300,000 won. He was released in August. Uh, it says it is not usual for suspects in China to be uh, be denied bail and placed in a detention and Lee eventually received about 108,000 won or 14,200 US American in state compensation according to a legal document. In a statement on Monday Huawei said it had the right to report Lee to the authorities and that Lee had the right to sue Huawei. Um, we respect the decisions made by the authorities, including those of the Public Security Bureau, the court, and the uh, procurate, um, it said. It said if Lee Wong Hong Wan believes that he has suffered damages or that his rights have been infringed, we support his right to seek satisfaction through legal means up into the up to and including lawsuit against Huawei. This is in keeping with the principle of equality before law. Huawei has a long has long been portrayed by the state media as a symbol of national pride and a victim of Western hostility towards a rising China. And due to recent U.S. sanctions and the arrest of senior executive in Canada, many Chinese regarding supporting uh, Huawei as a way to show their patriotism. However, Lee's case has severely damaged the company's reputation at home. The apparent censorship of some online posts about the case only added to the anger. Are the police working for the public security of Huawei or Huawei security? Said one of the most like, liked comments on Weibo. Which I'm surprised they're allowed to speak out against, given that last article I read. Says labor practices in China tech industry, especially the 996 working culture, has become a source of grievances among well-educated tech workers. Many say China's legal system has failed to protect individuals from the abuse of authorities and powerful businesses. Also this week, Huawei's chief financial officer, Ming Wanzhou, uh, also the daughter of its founder, published a letter describing, quote, fear and pain she has endured since she was arrested in Canada at U.S. request a year ago. But her post was met with much ridicule online. Social media users have pointed out that Ming, dubbed, quote, Huawei's princess online, has enjoyed the privilege of being out on bail and living in her luxur luxurious villa in Vancouver. What about the pain of 251 and Weibo, Weibo user commented referring to a number of days Lee spent in detention. So this is uh this goes along with the thumbnail it says they're watching you so talk about all the time you know they uh we all know you know what 
um, Snowden leaked out and said that they were doing, um, you know, with the text messages, uh, emails, phone calls, all logs, all that crap. Um, and then the couple articles a lot of us had read that um, uh, there was privacy exposures in um, the iPhone camera and then it came out. The Android had the same issue. Well, now, um, according to this article, it says Apple seems to be tracking iPhone 11 when location services are disabled. But like I said at the beginning of this video, they're tracking all of that stuff um, regardless. Like Edward Snowden says, if your phone Wi-Fi is on when you leave the house, it's pinging off, air, it's trying to get a Wi-Fi signal from every Wi-Fi router in the neighborhood. Plus you're pinging a signal from your phone to a tower nearest you. So you're being tracked just off that. So, I mean, the exact location, it's, it's just, I mean, it's kind of, and, and aside from that fact, we don't know all the permissions. Like I said, people just fly through their permissions when they download apps and we're not necessarily paying attention to all those permissions that we agree to when we, when we download them. So we don't know what information is being sent back to the provider of that app or through the services that we use in that app or what they're also looking at whenever we download the app if they have um, other other parts built in to the app that are actually nefarious that are going through and looking at some of the stuff that we're doing so in this article it goes on to say apple talks a very very big privacy game but a report has found the latest generation of iphones may not give users as much control over their privacy as apple would like them to believe a report from Brian Krebs of Krebs on Security found that despite on-screen language and its location service privacy policy that tells users they can quote disable location services anytime, Apple itself will continue seeking users location even when all settings and applications have been manually turned off. Krebs discovered the issue on a new iPhone 11 Pro running the latest version of iOS 13, though other users have reported issues with always on location tracking it's apple discussion forums in in apple discussion for discussion forums in a video of the issue krebs manually disabled maps siri and individual system services setting from the location service menu and settings but enabled the setting to show the arrow shaped status bar icon and left the location data tab enabled then krebs navigated to the control center and put the phone in airplane mode when Krebs turned airplane mode off, the arrow icon appeared in the status bar despite there being no apps open beyond settings. Krebs said he was unable to dupe the issue on the iPhone 8 despite, um, despite the phone running the most recent version of iOS 13 and speculated that the issue might be re related to the iPhone 11's hardware and support for Wi-Fi 6. Apple's privacy policy, which was last updated in August ahead of the iPhone 11's launch, states that Apple uh, may, quote, collect, use, and share precise location data, including real-time geographic location of your Apple computer or device. But as Krebs noted, the one, um, the on-device privacy policy in location settings appears to insinuate that this device, or that this data collection can be switched off entirely. You can disable location services at any time in the privacy policy states. You can also disable location-based system services by tapping on system services and turning off each location-based system service. Apple did not immediately return a request for comment about the issue. However, Krebs contacted the company about the issue 
and an Apple engineer said that the location service icon, quote, appears for system services that do not have a switch in settings. This would seem to indicate the users cannot, in fact, disable all location-based system services as Apple's privacy policy appears to suggest. Uh, that an Apple device may continue to track its user's location even after they take measures to prevent it from doing so uh, is particularly curious considering that the performative grandstanding about privacy is the company's whole shtick. The company boldly took out an entire billboard in Vegas during CES this year claiming somewhat embarrassingly that whatever happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone. But if users don't even have the power over their own iPhones to prevent the companies from tracking their location, that would certainly appear not to be the case. While this issue would appear to counter Apple's own privacy policy, it's also not the first time the company has misled users about location tracking on its iPhones. Back in 2017, report, surf report surfaced an issue involving the control center in I iOS 11 where the iPhone did not actually disconnect from Wi-Fi and Bluetooth despite appearing to do so. And while Apple did cop to this at, on its support page, as Motherboard noted at the time, the issue was not evident to users. Apple later introduced a fix. Perhaps this is a bug, though the Apple engineers comment to Krebs that the arrow icon shows up for the system services that don't have on and off switches and settings doesn't seem to indicate that's the case. Or maybe the, uh, the evidently Maybe the evidently always on location tracking is one small but significant reason Apple was uncharacteristically hushed on privacy during its iPhone 11 event this year. So if you have a um, given iPhone 11, maybe uh, I guess it's not necessarily happening happening in the iPhone. Um, iOS 13 they did a bunch of updates after they had that one camera malfunction um, so they're not saying it's in particular in the iOS 13 update um, but it's specifically in the um, in the iOS or the um, iPhone 11 so, but like I said, where I'm at, a lot of people don't even care. So, Facebook's head of AI says the field will soon hit the wall. Jerome Pinsitti leads the development of artificial intelligence at one of the world's most influ influential and controversial companies. As VP of Artificial Intelligence at Facebook, he oversees hundreds of scientists and engineers who work uh, shape whose work shapes the company direction and its impact on the wider world. AI is fundamentally important to Facebook. Does algorithms that learn to grab and hold our attention uh, help make the platform and its sister products, Instagram and WhatsApp, stickier and more addictive? And despite uh, some notable AI flops like the personal assistant M, Facebook continues to use AI to build, a, uh, to build new features and products from Instagram filters to augmented reality apps. Mark Zuckerberg has promised to deploy AI to help solve some of the company's biggest problems by policing hate speech, fake news, and cyberbullying, an effort that has seen limited success so far. More recently, Facebook has been forced to reckon with how to stop AI-powered deception in form of deep fake videos 
that could convincingly spread misinformation as well as enable new forms of harassment. And, uh, Pacenti joined Facebook in January 2018, inheriting a research lab created by Jan uh, Leken, one of the biggest names in the field. Before that, he worked on IBM's Watson AI platform and at uh, Benevolent AI, a company that is applying the technology to medicine. And uh, Pacenti met with Will Knight, senior writer at Wired, near its offices in New York, and the conversation has been edited for length. So you can go through this whole conversation. If you guys want to read this, let me get down. Yeah, I edited for length my foot. So they go through the whole conversation. He says, that said, whether or not such controls are put into place as responsible researchers, we should continue to consider the risk of potential uh, misapplications and how we can help to mitigate those while still ensuring that work, our work advancing AI is open and uh, reproducible as possible. I think it's just going to end up taking over everything eventually. So it looks like um, I don't I don't think they're gonna I think they're just gonna continue to taste folks down here. You know, we're kind of a different breed here. Um, but it looks like uh, Los Angeles Police Department is about to get the Batman style device. Um, it's called the Bola Wrap. And if you haven't seen the videos, just type in Bola Wrap in YouTube, and it's it looks like a little taser gun. I think it has a 22 blank in it, and they push a button and it fires this. Um, uh, it's like a cord got two I guess two weights on the end and it kind of wraps you up and uh, you fall over instead of you know using the more lethal version of a or it could be I guess it's less lethal than a bullet but uh, this is supposed to be even uh, even less lethal than a taser but tripping and hitting your head on anything is you know the majority of the fault of the taser aside from people that have heart defects getting tased so, uh, it says 200 Los Angeles police officers will be trained to use a new gadget designed to snare a person by wrapping them in a cord, officials say. The bowler wrap recently adopted by several other forces fires a cord that can entangle an individual's torso and legs from up to 25 feet. The tether is intended to restrict a person's movement, allowing officers to take action without using force. But civil rights activists have raised concerns over its potential use. Like they always do, but they got tasers, and that oh man, if you I've been hit with a taser, they ain't fun. Three devices will be carried by officers in the Southern California city as part of a 90-day trial starting in January. A total of 200 Los Angeles Police Department uh, LAPD officers will be given these devices after training. The force said. If you deploy a wrap tool, it buys time for officers to deploy a secondary option bell, Police Chief Carlos Isilas said, according to the LA Times. It will inevitably restrain someone. Uh, it's a tool that's been um, a long time coming. Officers across the country face scrutiny for their use of force on unarmed indiv individuals. Mr. Islas, I guess is his name, says the device will only be used in specific specific circumstances including cases where individuals are suffering from mental health issues and it is one of many tools used by officers 
and may not work in every situation. So this goes on to explain what the device is. It says RAF Technologies, the company that makes the gun-like gadget, describes it as a handheld remote restraint device that discharges an eight-foot bola-style Kevlar tether. At the end, um, at either end, fired a 513 uh, feet per second are two small barbs that attach to a person when they make contact. So I guess they're barbs. Uh, suspects are restrained with minimal to no pain while also enabling officers to swarm and investigate the situation, the company says on a website. Yeah, but I can see if, you know, if somebody's running from you and they have this device and they shoot you with it, then you fall and say bust your face on <laughs> on the ground because the majority, like I said, the majority of the people that are injured with the taser, it's either heart defect or, you know, uh, prior health issues high blood pressure, whatever it may be, or um, it's them falling and hitting them, their head on the ground or the ledge. The ground doesn't hit back. So, it says who already uses the device. It says several police forces, including Fresno in California and Hendersonville in North Carolina, have been training their officers to use the bowler wrap on the streets. In October, a Fresno police officer used the bowler wrap gun to apprehend a man who was uh, who had stabbed two people with a kitchen knife. Last month, Santa Cruz Sheriff's Office said it had uh, bought 20 bowler wrap devices it hoped would prove to be, quote, another less lethal force option uh, to their tool belt. In U.S. media, the gun-like devices have been likened to the gadget used by comic book superhero Batman, who prefers non-lethal means when fighting crime. But it has also been criticized by civil liberties activists Discussing the tool at a meeting with LA Police, Adam Smith, member of Black Lives Matter, an activist movement, said it would probably be used mostly in minority communities, the LA Times reports. Well, brother, I've been shot with a taser. They, I mean, if they see you as, you know, non-compliant or whatever you, you want to call it, um, they're going to they're gonna use whatever they got. It doesn't matter what skin color you are or, you know, your... Uh, location it's just there that's what they do man now i'm not you know standing up for all of them i don't agree with what all of them do but there's a lot of uh, good cops out there like i said my grandfather was a cop but um i mean i could imagine going half these dudes here got to go out and deal with just crazy people that aren't making sense i mean you don't know what the situation is and their adrenaline's going 90 to nothing so but to say it's just going to be used in in certain areas like that, I, I, no. They're used, it, it's just like a taser is used everywhere. This will probably, once it rolls out to all the police department, is going to be used everywhere. It doesn't matter where where you're at. In the suburbs, in the hood, it doesn't matter where you're at. They're going to use it everywhere. They use tasers and guns everywhere. They use their nightsticks everywhere. They whoop on whoever they want to. It doesn't, there's no in particular... Uh, threat to a minority or or anyone else about a potential tool that they're going to use they're going to use it on whoever they seem you know deem fit to for the situation we're going to use the tool on that person but it says uh, the device is one of several recent examples of police force in the united states testing new technologies for law enforcement purposes last month massachusetts state police said it was using a remote robot um dogs to keep officers out of harm's way in potentially dangerous situations and that's even crazy if you haven't seen that video 
A spokesman for the force said the robot made by Boston Dynamics, which you guys should go watch their videos because they're insane, was a valuable tool for law enforcement because of its ability to provide situational awareness of potentially dangerous environments. The American Civil Liberties Union, a rights group, asked the force to explain how the robots were being used, raising concerns over transparency and potential racial injustice. So, you know, if if you go get a firearm, you got to fill out a, um, a piece of paperwork, uh, goes through NCIC. Uh, if something pops up, I think in... I, I haven't purchased a firearm in decades, or decade at least. Um, partly because I can't own one anymore. But, uh, uh, so you had to fill out the paperwork, and they used to have the Brady Bill, and uh, if there was some discrepancies on, on the contract, or not the contract, but the paperwork you filled out, and you had to wait three days. Well, this is saying uh, FBI never completes hundreds of thousands of gun checks. So, says the FBI never completes hundreds of thousands of gun background checks each year because of a deadline that requires it to purge them from its computers, despite a report that raised alarms about the practice in 2015. The data obtained by CQ Roll Call, which has not been previously published, shows how the FBI still struggles to complete background checks uh, four years after a breakdown in the system contributed to a shooting in Charleston, South Carolina that left nine black churchgoers dead. In 2015, internal report on, on what went wrong in that case recommended uh, ways to decrease the number of background checks that take longer than 88 days. After that point, the FBI must purge checks from its computers. That year, the Bureau processed more than 8.9 million checks and never completed 200,360. 200, that number rose in 2016 and 2017 before a slight dip last year. Uh, when the FBI processed 8.2 million checks but did not complete 201,323. All told, the FBI did not complete over 1.1 million background checks from 2014 through July of 2019. Since the data is purged, it's possible to know how it's impossible to know how many of those people have purchased guns without a complete background check, or how many purchases would have been blocked if the background checks were, were complete. Based on this data, it would be uh, illogical to argue that Americans are more safe today than they were in 2015, said W. Mullins McLeod uh, Jr., who represents several families of Charleston victims. Families were suing the federal government over what they said was FBI negligence that allowed shooter Dylan Roof uh, to buy a gun despite a previous drug arrest that should have uh, prohibited him. The FBI said in a statement that it needs, quote, accurate, complete, and timely information from other law enforcement agencies to complete a background check. Often the FBI has to request incident reports or other records at the time of a check because they are not they are not already in the database. Sometimes this information is not available. The agency doesn't respond or responds is delayed, the Bureau said. The NICS section continues working on um, transactions until required by law to purge it from the NICS. Yeah, I guess it's NICS. I thought it was something different. 
Um, the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, or NICS, is the official term uh, for the gun background check system. It is meant to ensure that people won't, uh, who can legally buy a gun, like those convicted of a felon, who can't legally buy a gun, like those convicted of a felony or under restraining orders, don't buy one from a licensed dealer. The FBI can usually give the dealer an immediate answer, but it has to delay about 11% of sales due to more research. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like some of them, I, you know, I've, I've gone to uh, uh, an Academy Sporting Goods a long time ago and to, you know, buy a pistol. And this older gentleman was trying to buy a rifle. Um, I got approved for mine. We filled our, our paperwork out at the same time. I got approved. He had to wait. So it's just, it's whatever flags in their database, basically. Um, is two deadlines. Uh, when that happens, the FBI has two big deadlines to contend with. The first uh, big deadline is three business days. So that's pretty much what the Brady Bill was. Or is. I'm not really sure if they still have it or not. I don't really pay attention to it anymore. This is after that, the dealer can sell the gun without a completed background check. Though many large retail retailers choose not to. This deadline uh, is how Roof got his gun. And last year... 276,000 background checks took longer than three business days. In at least 3,960 of those cases, the FBI later determined that the buyer couldn't legally own a gun and asked the Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco and Firearms and Explosives to retrieve the weapon. Well, that would suck if you if they were like, oh, okay, you can have it, and they sold it to you, and then all of a sudden you get a, a knock on your door from the ATF. Be scary. The second big deadline is 88 days, and after that, federal regulations and FBI policies require the Bureau to stop researching a background check and purge the information from its computers. The newly released data gives the first detailed look at how the FBI struggles to meet that 88-day deadline. Information that is not included in the agency's annual public report on background checks, it, um, it says it adds to separate data the FBI released in March on how many background checks exceed the three day or the three business day deadline. The internal report on the roof case found that the bureau focused on background checks it could complete quickly and paid quote little attention to checks that uh, that took longer than three business days. Little has changed since then. The newly released data shows in 2015 almost 74 percent of checks that took longer than three business days were never completed in 2018 that number was almost 73 percent the newly released data also appears to reveal part of the trend that stretches back decades a 2016 report by the justice department inspector general found the fbi did not complete 1.3 million background checks from fiscal 2003 through may 2013 because they hit an 88-day mark in a statement, Chris Brown, president of the gun control advocacy group Brady, said the newly released data underscores the need for Congress to lengthen the three business day deadline and give the FBI more time to complete background checks. Says these numbers show uh, that there has been no major statistical change to the positive or negative of defa uh, default default proceeds being cleared before the end of the NCI's. NICS review period and records are purged from the system, Brown said. We have no way of knowing how many of those records were a background check, uh, did not come back 
resulted in a sale of a gun to someone who was prohibited purchaser but if even one did um, that is one too many so it says gun right advocates have opposed changes to the current law which they say would put an undue burden on legitimate gun purchases Lawrence Keene, general counselor at the National Shooting Sports Foundation, said the firm's industry has been a strong supporter of getting more records into the background check system. The industry has also supported Justice Department's efforts to prosecute illegal gun purchases. Firearm retailers reply, rely upon FBI NICS checks to be accurate to ensure that they are not transferring a firearm to a prohibited person, Keene said in a statement. This is why the industry is the leading voice advocating for more NIC, NICS funding so that it has the necessary resources to complete timely searches for the state to be able to computerize and submit all uh, disqualifying records to the FBI database. The House uh, passed a bill in February, H.R. Um, 111-2, that would give the FBI more time to complete background checks before a dealer can proceed with the sale. Another measure, um, H.R. 8, that also passed the House in February would expand gun background checks to private sales. Connecticut Democrat Christopher S. Murphy tried to get a voice vote in the Senate on H.R. 8 last month, but Mississippi Republican Cindy Hyde-Smith blocked the move. I think here in, in uh, I think Oklahoma and Texas, um, you can still do what they call a straw sale. Go and purchase the gun. You go purchase that gun from somebody else. I don't think they've got rid of it yet. I don't know. Like I said, haven't owned a, a firearm in a very long time. This Congressional Democrats uh, were in negotiations with the White House over possible gun checks legislations for months after the series of recent high-profile mass shootings. Those talks stalled after House Democrats launched their impeachment inquiry. Because that's more important. So um, I cover a lot on what, what happens in the Middle East. Um, like I always say, I, I believe this will be a catalyst. Over there will be a catalyst for what happens um, with the with the next war that's coming and, and, and all that stuff. So I always try to cover a little bit of this stuff. Uh, I don't like covering a lot of it. There's a lot of rioting and things that are going on over there. So I don't cover a whole bunch of that stuff. But um, I try to at least pay attention to this. So this says, fresh intelligence points to Iranian threat against U.S. forces and interest in Middle East, officials say. It says, there is a fresh intelligence of a potential Iranian threat against U.S. forces and interest in the Middle East, according to several U.S. defense and administration officials. There has been a constant, uh, consistent intelligence in the last several weeks, one administration official told CNN. The second official described it as information that has been gathered throughout November. The information is being gathered by military and intelligence agencies. The officials would not say in what format the intelligence exists, but in the last several weeks there has been a movement of Iranian forces and weapons that the U.S. worries could be put in place for a potential attack if one is ordered by the Iranian regime, the official said. It's not clear if a potential threat would come from the central government of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And it goes on to say, the head of U.S. military operations in the Middle East recently signaled the U.S. expects some kind of Iranian action in response to the U.S. sanctions and pressure 
uh, campaign that is trying to get the regime to abandon their nuclear program, but they're not going to. I said I would expect that if we look at the past three or four months, it's possible they will do something that is irresponsible. It's possible that they'll lash out to their neighbors. General Kenneth McKenzie, head of the U.S. Central Command, told an audience in uh, Bahrain at the time. It, uh, it is not going to be a productive for them in the long term to choose to act out in the military domain, and that's the message that they are trying to convey. The Pentagon did allow the carrier USS Abraham Lincoln to enter the Persian Gulf and conduct a port visit to Bahrain during the Thanksgiving holiday. But officials said specific precautions were taken given the threat, although they would not say what those precautions were. The carrier is now expected to stay in the region until the next carrier, the USS Harry S. Truman, moves closer from its current position in the eastern Atlantic Ocean. Officials were adamant the intelligence has been gathered solely as a part of the continuous monitoring of the U.S. Uh, by the U.S. and has nothing to do with President D.T.'s uh, political concerns over the impeachment inquiry. The intelligence has moved through professional military and intelligence channels and it's not clear whether Trump has yet been briefed on, on it in detail. There is also not a full U.S. understanding um, of to what extent the current unrest in Iran may be playing a role in the regime's decision making. Like I said, they're having riots and all sorts of crap over there. The U.S. has said the Iranians conducted several pro uh, uh, provocations against commercial shipping in the Persian Gulf earlier this year. And, has also, and was also responsible for a massive drone attack on Saudi Arabia's oil infrastructure. Uh, we kind of don't know. I mean, nah, it, that kind of got swept under the rug and just no one talked about it really. But they bounced back pretty quick, quickly with their Aramco stuff and selling the shares and, and all that stuff. Says that led to the development of fighter jets and anti-missile systems to Saudi Arabia. The two countries are still discussing the exact monetary amount. Saudi Arabia will reimburse the U.S. for that deployment of protective forces. Uh, but we have a deal with them that was made, I think, in the 80s that they wouldn't uh, sell any oil unless it was sold with the United States currency. And that gives strength to our dollars that all oil in that region is, is sold or paid for um, with our currency. That's where we get part of our strength and our dollar from. As well, not uh, commenting on the current intelligence, Commander Rebecca uh, Ryrich, a Pentagon spokeswoman, told CNN, We continue to closely monitor the activities of the regime in Iran, its military and its proxies, and we are well postured to defend U.S. forces and interests as needed. Several weeks ago, Defense Secretary Mark Esper told reporters the administration has, uh, was pleased to see a downstick in overt Iranian actions in the region and that the administration wanted to send a signal that, quote, the path forward is through diplomacy, but the military is prepared to take act as need be. I'm going to keep following this. Um, this one I think is cool because, you know, all the laser technology that's coming out everywhere and... Um, well, this article says Navy uh, Navy amphibious warfare ship USS Portland spotted heading to sea with new laser turret. Uh, there is a picture here. It says the laser represents a large leap in power output over previous systems and is hardened to operate in the harsh maritime environment. And then you can see, well, what they're saying and where this red arrow is at. There's a laser turret there. 
says, as expected, the San Antonio class landing platform dock USS Portland has left its home port in San Diego, California, sporting its new high energy laser direct energy weapon from Northrop Gunman. The war zone was first, uh, the war zone was first to identify that uh, this was the mysterious system that the defense contractor was shipping to San Diego by barge from um, Rendondo Beach back in October. Anyways. There's a whole bunch of articles linked here in this. It says, um, a Twitter account, uh, Warship Cam, which scans public webcams around the world for Navy vessels, spotted Portland at her newest and si in, in her newest system headed out from San Diego in the Sun, uh, San stream on December 2nd, 2019. The Navy had first announced its plans to install the laser on the ship as part of the solid state laser technology, uh, materialization S SSLTM program 2008. At-sea testing was originally scheduled to begin in the fourth quarter of the 2019 fiscal year, which ended on September 30th, 2019. At the time of writing, neither the U.S. Navy nor Northrop uh, Gunman uh, Grumman has released a statement regarding Portland and its participation in the SSLTM program. Uh, we have reached out to the Navy and to hopefully get more information about the upcoming test and the services overall plans for the project at the present time. So there's the pictures. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, you obviously can't see it, but I link all the descriptions in the podcast description, by the way, if you guys want to look any of these articles up. So I guess there, that's the turret being shipped there. As regardless, it is significant and exciting achievement to see the SSLTM laser to go to sea for the first time. The Navy envisions the system as being able to primarily provide enhanced defense against swarms of small boats and unmanned aircraft, as well as serving a uh, serving as a stepping stone to more powerful lasers in the future. The SSLTM is one of four programs that makes up the Navy laser uh, the Navy laser family of systems that the service is working on at present. The Arleigh Burke-class destroyer USS Dewey also recently appeared in San Diego with what appears to be an optical dazzling um, interdictor Navy o or ODIN system, something the war zone was also first to report on and that you can uh, read more about and there you can click a link, a link uh, there. And here's another picture of the laser turret. And, you know, some diagrams there. Some infographics there. It says, in a, uh, an infographic showing the Navy laser family of systems um, and how the Navy sees those programs supporting uh, follow-on laser developments. Of course, this isn't the first time the Navy has installed a laser weapon system on a ship, having already reached that milestone with the ANSEQ-3 laser weapon system, uh, LAWS, on the USS Ponce, an Austin-class landing platform docked Sea base that op uh, operated uh, primarily in the Middle East until 2017. SSL-TM is a follow on the uh, LAS as well as uh, the Maritime Laser Demonstration or MLD effort, which ran between 2010 and 2011. Northrop uh, uh, Grumman developed both LAWS and MLD. 
and here's a video link if you guys want to watch that. Um, however, the SSLTM laser promises to be significantly more powerful than either of these previous systems, uh, being in the excuse me, the 150 kilowatt class. The prototype laser developed under the MLB MLD program was the uh, 15 kilowatt class. Though Northrop Grumman did also demonstrate a system consisting of multiple layers that created a single beam with a combined power of 105 kilowatts. The LAWS laser was in the 30 kilowatt class. The SSLPM testing on Portland will be an important to demonstrate that the various components of a new system, including the beam uh, director and the power generation and cooling equipment, work at, um, work as intended in the harsh maritime environment and can sustain routine operations of laser at full power. The Navy has said in the past that it will provide that this will provide valuable information for crafting imp improved prototypes and eventually operational systems, including through follow-on programs that are already in the works. It will also offer an opportunity to develop and refine concepts of operation around using the higher powered lasers. So there's some more stuff here, but this is where they're going to. I mean, look at that picture. If you're if you watch this video later, if you're not, um, if you're listening to this, just uh, you'll find it down in the links. But it shows them shooting drones out of the skies with this. But if you guys want to read more on that article, I just thought it was neat. Um, I knew that they already had DWs um, on on uh, ships. That's not uh, something surprising to me, but I thought maybe it would be interesting to some of you guys. Ooh. So uh, this article says, Army says faith-based group can no longer put Bible verses on dog tags after complaint. I think is absolutely ridiculous. People are going out there and laying their lives on the line for us. I think they should be able to put whatever on their dog tags. Um, I mean, they're, you know, let them do what they want to do when it comes to that. And especially if they were doing it before, just because, you know, someone complains about it. Okay, let's not, let's not allow them to do that anymore. As what started as a pet project by the world-class water skier has evolved into Shields of Strength, an organization uh, that is looks into um, our military members, their families, and now even law enforcement with faith-based uh, patriotic support. Children's Strength has distributed more than 4 million dog tags with Bible verses on them to military and law enforcement members and their loved ones. When Army Captain Russell Ripto uh, was killed in action on April 2nd, 2003, the first combat casualty of Operation Iraqi Freedom, then President George W. Bush spoke about how uh, Ripto had on his dog tags Joshua 1-9 engraved on it. For the past 20 years, military members have been able to wear dog tags with Bible verses on them, giving them light and hope in some of the darkest times. For some Gold Star families, this is one of their most cherished possessions to remember their loved ones who gave the ultimate sacrifice, but all this could be coming to an end. After Fox News reported in July on the Shields of Strength, the faith-based business that prints Bible verses on dog tags for military members and their families, Complaints were raised to the Department of Defense by Mikey Weinstein, a founder and president of the Military Religious Freedom Foundation, or, MF, or MRFF. 
He demanded the military branches stop allowing the groups to use the military emblem. So soon after, each military branch then pulled or threatened to pull the trademark license that had been issued to Kenny Vaughn from Shield of Strength. And the army emailed him with the subject line, Negative Press, suggesting they were motivated by MRFF's press release. You are not authorized to put biblical verses on our army products. Army Trademark Licensing Program Director Paul Jensen wrote to Vaughn in August, according to a letter obtained by Fox News. For example, Joshua 1.9, uh, please remove all biblical references from all your army products. First Liberty Institute, on behalf of Vaughn, sent a demand letter to the Army on Tuesday, calling on the branch to reinstate the trademark license for the faith-based initiative. Your directive that SOS uh, remove all biblical references from the Army licensed products is unconstitutional and violates RFRA, Mike Berry, Chief of Staff and Director of Military Affairs for First Liberty, wrote in a letter to Jensen. Um, here's a picture of one here, if you guys ever want to know what they look like. I'm familiar with these. Um, it says, it's insane. Uh, it's incredibly selfish. And all we do is provide a reminder of God's word. No one has to do this. Vaughn, a world-class skier who has uh, produced more than 4 million dog tags with scripture on them, told Fox News. His organization has donated hundreds of thousands to Department of Defense units and individual service members. Virtually every unit has contacted us and said, would you make us a tag with our unit on it? Uh, we've seen the fruit of the mission. Literally thousands of soldiers, airmen, marines, telling us with tears in their eyes how much it meant to them and many times the Gold Star families to be in possession of the dog tags they wore, he added. I don't understand it. Says Barry, a Marine Corps combat veteran who served in Afghanistan, blasted Weinstein or Weinstein or whatever his name is uh, for the move. Just when I... I didn't think Mikey Weinstein could stoop any lower. He pulled a stunt like that, he told Fox News. He'd rather take it away from them uh, just to raise his own publicity than support our service members. That's pretty cowardly, and that's cruel. Then Blue Line Shield of Strength is given to law enforcement officers inscribed with Matthew 5.9, which says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Those are pretty cool, too. Says, uh, Vaughn started making the dog tags after a friend put a scripture verse on uh, his skis and he said it gave him courage and strength. He said he thought if, he hel if it helped him that much as an athlete, then how much more would it help the soldiers on the battlefield? He's seen soldiers who have to leave their Bible behind, carry it with them through the sh uh, shields of strength, and oftentimes the soldiers would stand in line for hours just to get one. It's making a difference in the lives of the people fighting for us. It's not about us, it's about them, Vaughn concluded. And the most valuable thing I have to offer is God's word. I've seen it change lives forever and there's nobody I want to help more than our, than our United States military because they stand in the gap for us. The Army and the MRFF did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. Yeah. I think um, I think they should be able to wear whatever they want to wear. Um, you know, like he said, they stand in the gap for us. They put their lives on the line. And if that's all that they could carry with them, then um, I think you should allow them to carry them with them. Anyways. So, 
R45 tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Um, like I said, if you guys ever want to send me anything, um, kingsmanreport2019 at gmail.com. And as always, you can call the number that's scrolling across the bottom of the screen, 1408-638-0968 and 534-233-4758. It's the member ID number, and you'll hit the pound number twice, pound sign twice. Or for you youngsters out there, the hashtag on your phone twice. We call it a pound emblem, uh, but whatever. You guys don't even know what a, cord, a corded phone is. So, um, if you guys enjoyed the video, go ahead and, and like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel. Like I said at the beginning of this, I usually always cover news that people ignore. I cover awkward news, um, news that's pertaining to uh, you know the influx technology in our everyday lives, the takeover, takeover of artificial intelligence. Uh, I talk about a variety of different things. Some, you know, fun, some crazy, some strange, some have to do with war, uh, and they just cover, like, current events and what's going on in our in our current day and age with everything. Everything's just moving so fast, and a lot of this stuff, people ignore it. They don't, they don't really care. They don't think that it bothers them, and I'm telling you this right now. We're at the point where it's not bothering us now, so we're allowing this to happen. And then we're going to get to the point to where we've allowed it to happen that uh, it's just going to be, it's just going to take over because we've allowed that to happen. So, um, if you guys are interested in any of these articles, all the links are in the description of the video. Um, you can also listen to this in podcast form on all the streaming services, um, iTunes, uh, Anchor, uh, Deezer, uh, Spotify, iHeart, it's, it's on everything if you just want to listen to it that way so if you got like i said if you guys like it uh click the like button and subscribe to the channel hit the bell notifications i do this live sunday through friday at 7 p.m i take saturdays off so all that being said i hope you guys have a good evening thank you for watching the video um until next time i am on here uh, alone and y'all bless